Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question came over email from Lindsay. She says, how do you discipline a one-year-old? Specifically with pulling my hair and dropping his food on the ground. I say no in a firm way and he laughs at me. Any advice you could provide would be much appreciated. P.S. Love your podcast. Thanks, Lindsay. Okay. The short answer is no, you can't really discipline a one-year-old, not in the sense that we understand that. It's more about redirection. Toddlers do not yet have what's called theory of mind, which is the idea that somebody can hold a feeling or emotion or thought in their head that's different from their own. Your son is throwing things on the floor because he can. He's interested in things that he can control. He's interested in cause and effect. Those are things that he's just starting to understand. And if you do absolutely nothing, that food throwing is going to end, usually around 18 months, even if you did nothing. It will get boring to him long before he understands why you don't want him to do it. In the meantime, it's making a mess. Okay, so you can make it easier for yourself by putting old newspaper or a mat underneath the chair, a high chair to make cleanup easier. But if we're going to try to get him not to do it instead, you have to get a little more creative. Saying no to him, like he's starting to understand what no is, but basically you're saying no is part of the reward. He presses the button and it lights up. He winds up the jack in the box and it pops up. He throws food on the floor and he gets mom's attention and mom says no. So you have to change what your son is getting in return for throwing food on the floor to make it less interesting than keeping the food on the tray. In times like this, it's important to think about what you can add or what you can take away to solve the problem, to make it something he can no longer do. He can't throw food on the floor if you put less food on his tray to begin with, okay? He can't throw food on the floor if you put a plastic cup on his tray and say, food that we don't want goes in here. We say, no, thank you, and model putting the food in the cup instead. He might be interested in that. He might throw the cup on the floor with the food in it. You know, you have to wait and see. But adding or taking away is the way to approach this. It's the same thing with the hair pulling. He's doing it to get a reaction. Even if you're saying no, even if it's a stern voice, it's still a reaction. So you need to kind of blank face it. Take away your reaction. 
What can you add? Maybe you can hand him a toy that he really likes before you pick him up. If he's holding Hot Wheels in his little fists, then he can't pull your hair. Again, thinking about what you can add or take away. It's all about creating what's called incompatible behaviors. Incompatible behaviors, it's something you set up that can't happen along with the undesirable behavior. This is something that started in the animal kingdom and human behaviorists study it as well. It's very useful for little kids. Something else you might want to add, try for the uh, the mealtime thing, is to play music your son really likes. Maybe his favorite, I don't know, his favorite kid's album during dinner. And then if he did throw food on the floor, you might say, oh, no, now the music has to go off because we don't have music when we throw food on the floor and then otherwise blank face it. So the next time he goes to throw food on the floor, he'll think like, hmm, this does make the music stop. And I like that music. It's important to remember that your son is not doing these things to test you, even though it feels that way. He's doing these things to explore his world. He's doing these things to explore cause and effect. So you need to change the effect and make it a little bit less successful for him in order to get the behavior that you want. I hope that helps, Lindsay. Let us know how it goes. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshallpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.